Hello and welcome back to another episode of What If? This time, what if the Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? And joining me for this review is, as always, Tony. You promised me creme brulee. Josh. Good evening. And once in a blue moon, Craig. (laughs) That's not a car crash. This is a car crash. (laughs) Will be now you're here. Yeah. Hey. So, yep, yeah, we're, we're going to dive straight into to the episode. I, I've just said to the boys, I actually haven't made that many notes. And there's probably a reason why I haven't made so many notes. I've watched it three times. And I still sit there staring at the screen, not being able to take my eyes off it. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 no, absolutely. Literally just... ten minutes before we started this recording, I have just got off from watching it again because I want I I wanted to see it again. I haven't wanted to watch the last three again. Mm. This one I wanted so badly yeah. to see it again. I, I just did a couple of breakdowns videos just to remind myself of bits and pieces. And the, the thing is, there's so much going on, and I think this is the most busy episode of the lot. Plot yeah. wise, there's so much going on in it. Yeah, despite the fact that there's a lot of repeating of stuff throughout. Yeah, it, yeah. Um, it's a lot of it is quite quickly done. Um, yeah. But, and this is, I think we've said this before, that some of these episodes felt like they could have been longer. And that's probably my only yeah. problem with this episode is they could have been a bit longer. Probably um, could have squeezed out another 10 minutes, couldn't they, actually? Maybe yeah. 45 or so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I did like got, with it... Well, I was just going to say before we jump into it, generally, it's just a, it's a start of the episode. Thing. I like how some of the episodes are just admitting that bits of the movie stories played out the same, and yeah. then we get a jumping on point, which you're going to get with this one. So, yeah. Um, I say, so it's great to have everybody back for the first time. I think this is mm. the first, first episode where everybody has come back and voiced yeah. their characters, which is, is just brilliant. Um, yeah, because I wasn't expecting Rachel to come back for it. No, no, I I had to check that one. Not that it was a bad mm. performance. I just didn't know that she was coming back. And um, no. obviously, we'd heard that she was coming back for for the live action one for Multiverse of Madness, but yeah, didn't hear that she was she was back for this one. And what spectacular animation for Benedict! It oh, literally, yes. I sat here and said to my wife that if <laughs> I wasn't looking at the screen properly. If I was looking away from it, it could well have been him. Yeah. Mm. It's perfectly sculpting. And that that's the thing with animation. If you don't get a face sculpt right on a character that is like uh, also a live action actor, it just ruins it sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And he he basically, basically, that's, you know, we've had it with Legends of Tomorrow. When they do an animated version of characters in the, from a show, um, and that is how I would have expected him to appear in like an animated spoof of himself. Yeah. 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 Spot definitely. on. And I don't know whether any of you guys saw some of the interviews with the the showrunners. Um, they said they basically built every single character to look like their live action counterpart and then mm. would hand, hand them to Disney and Disney would go, can't use that one, can't use that one. Um, so that's the reason why some of the characters don't look like the actors. Um, because they refuse their likeness. Um, you can ah. probably take a guess at one of them. Um, yeah. We won't go into that because um, 
it's getting a little bit nasty. Um, so we won't go down that route. That, that's um, for something off air. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I said, for the first time, I don't think I could complain about anybody's performances. I think they no. all nailed their characters. Yeah. Yeah, do you know what? Yeah. I get oh, so- I get where you're on that. Yeah. Well, of course, Benedict has got previous of, of voice work. He's done a couple of audio plays, hasn't he? Radio yeah, plays. There's a thing about being a pilot. And of course, he did all that voiceover work for The Hobbit. Yeah. 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 As well. So, yeah. And, and Dermamo, of course, as well. So, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, um, then I just said, I, I thought the, the recreation of the, the car crash, despite the slight change with her being in the car, um, mm. it's a brilliant recreation of what we saw in the, in the film. Yeah, yeah, even down to the red lights in the background on the on the top of the top of the hill. Yeah, just a, a brilliant, and the fact that they they multi, they do multiple versions of it with slightly different takes each time, it still it's felt different. like it could have been just from a different angle of the the film. Yeah, um, which I liked. Um, then then picking up kind of on the story thing, Strange has already always had that slightly arrogant side of him that we see at the start of the film. And yeah. that, you feel that just one little thing could trigger him going yeah. back to that. And that's what we see in this, is that that yeah. trigger of him thinking that he can change what's been. Well, of course, yeah, because we the, the two things, of course, missing from this that are, that are so key is the fact that in, in the film it's his hands yeah. that really helps to humble him. And also Mordo. If you remember yeah. the scene where they, they flipped it in this, where Mordo points out the, the folly of what he wants to do. Yeah. He doesn't have that voice in his head of Mordo this time around either. Yeah, which I thought was slightly strange that he wasn't in it because you would assume. I think it's probably deliberate. Still... Yeah, I think it's probably for that reason. It, it takes one bit out of the equation that would would rein him in. Yeah, yeah, um, and then I I quite like the the removal of Repeat and Dumamu as well, and instead mm. we get the multiple versions of her death. Yeah, um, yeah, just a little. Which I, which I know was a lot of people's problems with the, the film that, that that happened too many times um, with mm. this because there's slightly slight variance each time Yeah, it doesn't feel so bad whereas I know a lot of people did have a problem with, with them repeating that Damamu scene over and over again um, I wasn't one of them, I loved that because the way they just they tweaked slightly his demise each time yeah <laughs> Um, then I did, I did write down because obviously there has been some controversy about Tilda Swinton in recent months about her playing that role and, and I do wonder because mm. it's not something that I search out but I do wonder what the response has been of her being back mm. in that role yeah. again um, because we have seen I haven't heard this well that she was female and wasn't Asian yeah it was, it was the whitewashing Ferrari, wasn't it, a couple of years ago? Yeah. About it, and sort of. Yeah, and it, and, it's um, popped up again in recent months. I know uh, Kevin Feige's had to talk about it. Certainly, when Black Widow yeah. came out, oh, um, right. there was a lot of that. Um, I did think the the imagery is absolutely stunning throughout this episode as well. Yeah, the the sequence where he's he's drawing all the different the um essence from all these different characters that pop out of the portal. Yeah, some fantastic artwork in there. Mm. And there yeah. are at least three potential Mephistos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a whole exactly. demonic possession like imagery that he t- he takes on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when well, yeah, he changes it's... his face slightly, yeah. And, and we'll we'll get into that a little bit more as we get to the end of the episode. 
Um, another habit that I've noticed of, of Marvel's is people getting called the wrong name and certainly strange um, <laughs> getting called weird names. So now he's Sorcerer Armane, which I quite <laughs> yeah. like on top yeah, of all the yeah. other names he's been given in previous previous films. Um, Mr. Doctor. And, and for anybody that didn't realise that is the same alien from the first episode, I thought I'd just point that out. Yeah. Um, and that is yeah. going to leak into to Multiverse of Madness by all accounts. And um, we will yeah. see see the return of that. Um, well, I I think I think we may have already seen that character yeah. live action in the trailer for Spider Man. Yeah, which is why I think we're going to see the the big tentacled alien uh, once yeah. more in Multiverse of Madness. I think we'll probably find mm. a a scene where they end up having to to rip those aliens away from him at some point. Um, yeah, I love the twist of the two strangers because you don't realize you think that's him yeah yes i did not see that coming at all until she goes well i just split you Mm. and you're like oh and then they show the scene of him sitting there still drinking his whiskey while the other one's gone i'm like oh that's really clever because obviously we'd seen seen some of it in the trailer where there was two of them um but it still didn't twig it didn't didn't get through to me that that's what had happened. And and the thing is as well, that the two performances are very distinct as well. Yeah, yeah the, the uh, is it is it Strange uh, Scream or something he's called? Yeah. Um, the evil Doctor Strange is basically, he takes on Smaug's voice for the entirety. Yeah, his, his voice is slightly different, isn't it? His tone and his pitch. Yeah. Yeah. The two versions is slightly different from Benedict's normal American, the film version. It's yeah. just it's just enough to differentiate as well without being too over the top. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and the fight scene between the two of them is really intense. Oh, oh do you know what? Want if you'd have seen that in live fights. action, either creamed. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And it's and I think they're actually better than some of the fights in the first film. They're just more yeah. fluid, aren't they? Yeah. And the little cake fight as well, where the, the one trying to block the other one. That was just brilliant. Yeah. And, but My, also the little scream when evil yeah. when Sorcerer Strange just rips it apart and it screams or squeals. <laughs> oh my word! Yeah, yeah, it's definitely um, it's definitely taken on a life of its own across these these things, yeah. isn't it? And I would have loved to have seen that scene when they from um, Endgame where uh, Tony was meant to wear the cape mm. that was meant to meant to tie into what was in uh, Infinity War. Um, that he didn't, it didn't play out in the end. But um, it would have been great well, to see him with someone else. I'm hoping what if will give us a version of the cool beard dude sort of scene that we haven't got yet. Didn't get. Yeah. Uh, and my last note is the when he finally brings her back, um, the amalgamation of all of those aliens in Strange is absolutely terrifying. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. When yeah. it pans from her and he's just looking down at her and it's some weird, like, devil-like beast. It's the way it goes really blurry because obviously she's just been resurrected from the dead and then mm. it comes into focus and you see him in all his glory and you're like, oh, fuck, no. Yeah, it's yeah. just not nice. And and my final note on it, it's just an absolute tour de force by Benedict. Yeah. yeah. And, and for me... Yeah. And and Tony as well. We've been lucky enough to meet him. Um, 
and know just how kind and nice he is when you meet yeah. him and just how superb and his career should be and, going from strength to strength. Well, it's a, it, it gets a bit of an unfair rap because some people say that he kind of plays the same same him all the time, but he doesn't at all. No, he doesn't. There, there, there are nuances. If you go and watch the imitation game, for oh, instance, yeah. just the word, my mouth. His performance in that is yeah. heartbreaking, especially yeah. towards the end when with the castration stuff and he talks about. And yeah. it's heartbreaking the nuances in it. And the guy's a really good actor, and I wish we would embrace him more. Actually, yeah, he deserves to be. For me, he's top five in Hollywood at the moment. For me, I yeah. for for Tony and I's other show, and the winner is I watched Twelve Years a Slave today, which is his appearance is no not much more than a glorified cameo in it. Um, mm. He's only in it for about ten minutes, but he's fantastic in it. Yeah, um, way better than Fastbender, and it just it just goes to show, doesn't it? That I I think mm. sometimes. People have looked at it as if to say, "Oh, we were Sherlock for all those years, and then that fell apart." Towards and the if end. we remember right back when, when I think we, we discussed it on the podcast, I was I put my I was one of those who was generally surprised when they said they was he was going to play Doctor Strange, until we saw those first mock-up photos. Yeah, they were doing the right, and then I thought, "Yeah, <laughs> I hold my hands up." I think Disney have probably got this one spot on as well, and so yeah. it's proved. Hey, it's proven, and for me, and and we'll talk about it in our next episode. Um, for me, Strange should be the leader of the Avengers. There should be yeah. no, no doubt about it. He should be the one that's that's leading them now. Yeah. Um, well, well, he's a, he's similar to Tony in that respect. He's that slightly arrogant, self-assured. Yeah. But but not in a mean way or a bad way, person. But he, he's got a leadership skill and he's got an organisational skill. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. Any of you guys got anything else you want yeah, to Yeah, well, well, the other thing we haven't really touched on, um, and I thought was really interesting, was how much more prominent the Watcher was in this episode. Oh, he's yeah. fully uh, we actually, here. Yeah, he's, we can see him in full at various points, and we're strange he's aware of him at various points as it gets stronger and stronger during the, during the episode. And, and that confrontation they have is just <laughs> utter kick in the balls, isn't it? I'm not yeah. going to save you. No, you, that's it. You're you're done for, mate. That's that's yeah. it. You made your choice. I am not getting involved but, in it. But again, how so great is his voice working? There. I want to see uh, Josh. Might get this. I want to see a new version of the Outer Limits with him as the narrator. Yeah, actually, yeah. 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 Not the Twilight Zone. I think he, he's more suited to the Outer Limits than the Twilight Zone. Arguably, I think he'd be brilliant doing the narration yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be interesting as well, isn't it? Because obviously he's. Set to be Jim Gordon um, in the next mm. six months. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that that's going to. And be he's in cinemas again at the end of the month, I believe. Is Felix? Yeah. In the in the Bond film. Yeah. Yeah, which I'd completely forgotten about until that new trailer <laughs> came out earlier in the week. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he was in it, and I was like, oh, of course, it's Jeffrey Wright was in in that, and he's been in all of them, hasn't he? Since uh, yeah. Daniel Craig took over. Yeah. Um, my only other just general feeling is it me or are the episodes now getting? Progressively darker and more serious in tone. Well, that's yeah. what I, that's what Each I want. Because seems to what have... they're leading yeah. to is going to just knock the bollocks off people. I think. Yeah. So what? God knows what that Tony versus Gamora one's going to be like at the end if they keep following this pattern. No. <laughs> and obviously we've got zombies in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Do we know um, what, so... what the next one is? Uh, I did say. Um... 
Because I know, I'm sure Zombies is six. Yeah. We should say this point as well, that Craig hasn't fallen asleep. He's just listening intently, isn't he? <laughs> it's, it's, it's like having my own personal podcast. Because... <laughs> Have, have you watched any of the episodes yet, Craig, or just not this latest oh, one? I've watched all of them, and um, you yeah. are absolutely right. Every single episode is getting darker and darker. They are, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. I mean, basically, right in the in the movies, they killed Thanos for taking out half of the universe. He's just written off the universe in this one. He, yeah, and, the, and, and he gets and he has to live live with it alone, and that's dark stuff. Yeah, that is grim. It is absolutely. When he just shrinks down, he's... and again, we're just touching on the outer limits and the Twilight Zone. That's the vibe I got from this episode at the end. That was a real. You could imagine Jeffrey Wright doing that outer limit sign off on the end. It, that's just how it felt to me when you, and you've got that man just trapped in his own universe of his own making. It is just like like to be punched me in the stomach watching the episode. So I have the funny feeling that your idea is going to be completely shot on with the next one, though, because the next oh. one is what if what if Thor was banished to Earth but was still worthy of his mantle? Oh, it's so that one. It's party, party Thor. <laughs> so uh, it's going to be a ridiculous one next. Maybe has to calm before the storm. Yeah, yes. calm before the storm, perhaps. But yeah, so uh, that should be fun. Um, anything else from you guys? I do have to say that uh, that Doctor Strange, uh, evil Doctor Strange, is definitely going to be uh, either the Doctor Strange we saw in Spider-Man No Way Home trailer or he will be the one who creates the multiverse of madness because I think being on his own in that kind of mirror dimension pocket universe type thing that he yeah. creates at the end is going to send him insane because he has no one. And yeah, I think it's deliberate. Madness. It's deliberate that we've got that episode around now and in this first series, I think. I, I don't think it's coincidence. No. Yeah, I think that's with that character. Marvel coincidence means fuck all. Yeah, mm. I think that's probably <laughs> why they held on to the trailer. Yeah. Mm. Because they knew it would give something away. So it's quite clear that that's not our strange in that trailer. No. No. I, I think so. It's, it's just ridiculous. Isn't, there's no way he would go to all that effort to save the world and then go, oh, fuck it, I'm just going to open up a portal to make people forget yeah. that could could basically rip the universe to shreds. Yeah, because with you yeah, saying, I mean, like, oh, Strange has a an, an arrogant streak, yeah, he does, but he's kind of mellowed it over time, our version of Strange has anyway, whereas yeah. the one we saw was just a complete tit. Well, I yeah. mean, because especially... The easiest thing that something like Strange could do to help Peter, you would create an image of Spider-Man that just happens to be around at the same time as Peter somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And say, look, I'm not Spider-Man. See, there he is flying past. That's all you need to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, well, Craig, have you got anything that you want to add before we sign off? I'd, I'd be interested to know how many uh, attempts, failed attempts, because it was like Groundhog Day basically, but so was the Doctor Strange movie. So how many mm. lifetimes has Doctor Strange lived? <laughs> yeah. Do, oh, do imagine, I mean? imagine he's like 5,000 years old or something. Um, and I did have another point and I can't remember it now, but <laughs> mm, something to do with the movies. Yeah, it's gone out my head. Because it, it, <laughs> it, it literally burnt me out. We were all sitting there 
just like, oh my goodness, is that, is that... <laughs> and you can get away with it a little bit, I think, in cartoon form. So, um, now it's one absolutely wonderful, it's a cracking series, yeah. absolutely cracking. Right then, I think that wraps up our review of episode four of What If? And we will be back next week with, as I say, Party Thor making his <laughs> his debut um, and the return of Tom Hiddleston once more as well, I believe. Um, so can never go wrong with that. Thank you, boys, for joining me. No problem. Thank you. I was going to say thank you, Craig, for, for granting us uh, some of your time. Oh, you don't know how lucky you are. <laughs> <laughs> and we will be back next week. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.